awesome. Lord, we just thank you that there is no one greater than you alone. And today, Lord Jesus, we thank you for week three of vision, Lord Jesus. We thank you that we are called to be a people of influence, influenced by you, Lord God, influence on our lives and influence through our lives. And Lord, I pray that today that our hearts would be open, we would be receptive, we would be ready to hear all that you want to speak to every one of us, Lord. Lord, we invite you to speak. We ask you to move this morning in a powerful way in every life. Encourage us, build us up, help us to become all that you're calling us to be. We ask it this morning in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. 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 You can take a seat this morning. Isn't it great to be in church together today? Are you happy with the person that you're sitting next to this morning? <laughs> Few complaints, but we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, I just want to honor, I've got my stepmother here this morning and my sister, Emily, so my stepmother, Maritess, and and my sister, Emily, that's here this morning. And uh, so welcome, it's great to have you here. And I'm excited, I've got my old youth pastor that's here this morning, Katie Fellows, and uh, her incredible boy, Eli, is here as well. And uh, I'll tell you what, honestly, Scott and Katie were my youth pastors, and they believed in me before I believed in me. And I would not be here today without their influence on, on my life. And so I want to honor you and thank you for that. And uh, Eli, who's here this morning, Amy used to look after Eli. And I remember uh, Amy just cradling Eli in her arms. Now, Eli, you could do that to Amy. You're that tall. And so it's great to have you here this morning. Welcome. Uh, welcome to City Church. It's great to have you here with us. Well, today we're talking about a few different areas. And uh, obviously, we've talked about some of our team moving forward. And I just wanted to highlight some missions as well, and this is basically our half-yearly report for missions. If you can see on your seat, perhaps you've got one of these uh, flyers that's here on your seat, and it just outlines some of the different areas that we are contributing towards and and sowing our heart into um, over this year in 2020. And so you can see on the top, internationally, we are contributing towards Lifehouse in Fukuoka, which is Jono and Steph McDonald. And uh, we honor those guys. We had a team that went there, I think a team of eight that went there last year. And um, it was incredible to see the impact that they are having, planning another campus as well outside of that, a couple of hours away. And our team were radically impacted by that trip and by all the incredible work that Jono and Steph are doing through their church. And so it's an honor to be able to contribute and partner with them. Also, compassion. We have an area in the northern Philippines that we are directing our resource towards. And uh, there is, I think, 133 sponsored children now from City Church um, towards compassion. So 133 lives that are impacted and transformed by your generosity. And so I just think that is incredible. We also had a team that went there last year as well. And just to be able to see some of the children that we sponsor in person, uh, I know Amy and I literally had some people that went and visited the children that we sponsor and went to their homes and was able to, to give them gifts. And on your behalf, they were able to visit many of your own sponsored children as well, which was incredible. 
Nationally, we give towards Youth Alive, which is an incredible program for young people seeing the next generation raised up, raised up and know Jesus Christ. 180TC, a drug and alcohol rehabilitation program, which is just locally here at Yaramundi. And it's incredible to see the impact that that is making on, on, on young men and young women now as well. And we've had people through our own church that have gone through that program and have been radically transformed. And so I want to thank you for your generosity towards that. Um, Australian Christian Churches, which is our movement, we contribute towards that and seeing more churches be planted and more leaders raised up across Australia. Locally, Mountains Care. Isn't it amazing to see our own initiative, our own charity with Mountains Care having such an incredible impact across our community? And then strategic projects and areas that we can contribute to as well. And so there's an opportunity for you to be able to give towards that this year or pledge support towards that if you want to uh, in the coming weeks. And so I just want to invite you to prayerfully consider that as well. And let me just give you a little bit of an update on some of the um, missions that we've done this year, some things that we've done. We've had Angel Tree, which gives towards... um, the children of our parents that are incarcerated, that are in prison at Christmas time. And so we were able to be able to give gifts. I think we gave um, 60 gifts this year uh, towards those children at Christmas time. We have a, a fusion breakfast program in Springwood High, Winmalee High, and Blacksland High that is run, run by our very own Dan Russell. And he does that at breakfast programs in the morning. Uh, just to be able to really connect with young people and get in their world. And so I think that's an incredible initiative. We've been able to give towards uh, the Lower, Lower Mountains SRE as well, to be able to see lives that are impacted there in schools. Um, Mountains Care, just, just this last six-month period, there's been 360 homeless hampers that have been given out through the Mamalanas Foundation in Penrith, 28 hampers in our local community, 120 Christmas hampers that were given out, and we've done 13 street team events. And so Jed and Ellen, we want to honour you and thank you for the incredible work that you do and your team. It is amazing. Making a real difference. Our Christmas Under the Stars event we had this year donated towards that was $18,768 and that helps us to be able to put on that event and this year we had over a thousand people that were as our outdoor concert event for Christmas and isn't it just great to be able to celebrate Christmas well. If anyone should do it well, it should be the church, right? If anyone should party well at Christmas time, it should be us and so I think it's a great opportunity for us to impact our community throughout that time. Uh, 180TC, we've uh, already in this last six month period given $7,000 $1,898 towards 180TC in that incredible program. Youth Alive, just over this six-month period, they've seen 643 salvations just in our state, um, all across uh, New South Wales in events that have taken place as well, which has been amazing. Obviously, we had a team that went to Lifehouse in Fukuoka with Jono and Steph. We've been supporting Kevin and Marilyn through their ministry pace setters, which are obviously the previous senior pastors here and are very much loved. They're part of the family. And so they, their support is finish, has finished up now, finished up at the end of the year as they now are taking on a position at Hill, Hillsong, New York City. And so that's really exciting. Their visas have been approved. And in the next four or five weeks, they are heading off to New York for the next phase of their ministry. Come on, if we're going to give them a hand, let's give them a real hand this morning. So exciting. And, you know, just over the last six-month period, you have given $75,000 just towards Compassion and, and sponsor children and projects there with Compassion as well uh, from City Church, which is incredible. And so just our half-yearly report, that, that brings our total to, in a six-month period, we have given 
$1,000.35 in six months towards mission. So why don't you give yourself a huge hand? Amazing. So in 18 months, that means you've given $350,000 towards missions. And I just think that is significant. This little church in the Blue Mountains, which isn't meant to be able to do things like this, but are breaking through barriers and have an incredible impact. And it's not just the money, it's the heart behind it. It's the being able to contribute towards it and send teams and be able to get on the ground and do all of those things that make a difference. And ultimately, it's not about figures, it's not about numbers, it's about lives that are impacted and changed. And so I want to thank you for that. Eternity will record the impact that you have made across both locally, nationally, and around the world. And so praise God for your generosity. The best days are ahead. And so I want to encourage you, we have plenty of uh, trips that are planned next year as well uh, for, for missions teams, for, for compassion. We're looking at uh, all the p- other possible ones as well. And so you can come and see us for that. But exciting days ahead. And let's continue to make an impact around the world. I just got a feeling that as we sow in across the world, that we're going to reap a harvest here locally as well. And so this morning, we've been talking about reaching people, raising disciples, and releasing leaders. And today is part three of Vision, and we're talking about releasing leaders. We've announced some of the team this morning. We're talking about that. And I want to specifically talk this morning about salvation influence. There's something that happens in your life when you make a decision to follow Jesus that has an influential effect. There is a fragrance on your life that takes place when you make a decision to follow Jesus. There's an influence, there's an impact. When God gets on your life, He starts to work through you in a powerful and significant way, and it starts to make a difference in the people around you. See, salvation is the start. Salvation is not a full stop. Salvation is an exclamation mark. Salvation is the start of an incredible journey of influence. A Christian is called to live an influential life. That is the call on every person that is a believer in Jesus Christ, to have an influence for Jesus. And so last week we talked about the pouring out of God and that we were believing this year that we would see the pouring out of God all over our lives, the great exchange. We'd bring our frailties, our fears, we'd bring our our weaknesses and we'd lay them down at the altar and we would see the pouring out of God and His joy and His peace in in, in, in abundance in our lives. We talked about the power of God, believing that as we're connected to the power source, who is Jesus, that our lives would find charge and that we would live an effective life for Jesus. We talked about the pull of God and the fact that God doesn't push you into anything. He pulls you. He draws you into your destiny. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And so this week, we're talking about releasing leaders. And I want to look at our key passage this morning. If you've got your Bibles, why don't you come with me to Isaiah 61. This is our theme for the year and our scripture over the year, which is all about influence. It says this, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. Because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, 
and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. God has literally designed that your life would display his splendor, that everything that is about you would give praise and honor towards Jesus Christ, that this year that you would have incredible influence because the splendor of the Lord would be upon you. Isn't that incredible? What an incredible promise that's over us. It says, verse 4, They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards. And you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of nations. And in their riches, you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. In my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples, All who see them will acknowledge that they are a people the Lord has blessed. Imagine that said from the people that you know. That people would look at you and say, you are a people the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in the Lord, and this is what we're going to concentrate on today. My soul rejoices in my God, for He has clothed me with garments of salvation. And arrayed me in a robe of righteousness, which means right standing with God. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the soil makes the sprout come up, and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations. We talked this year about it being at the start of a decade of harvest for City Church. We're believing for lives to be radically impacted. This year alone, we're believing for turnaround miracles in people's lives. Things that seemed impossible where people would just get saved. People that seemed, things that seemed impossible where we'd see healings and miracles in a supernatural way. We're believing for that. But the truth is, it all starts with our salvation story. We've talked about it, and salvation is like a seed. It's the starting point of incredible impact. It's the starting point of incredible legacy as we understand that we are called to be somebody that is seed. That as we plant our lives that we can flourish and we can see a harvest, we can see an impact. Some of the trees that we see today are offering shade for people, are offering a place for for birds of the air to come and rest and to be able to live today because somebody sowed a seed many years ago. And I guess what we're believing for this year, that we would sow more and more seed and that we would see harvest to come in the generations to come through. Today, we literally live in the blessing of those that sowed before us. We are in a building today that people have contributed for, that people have fought for, that people have sacrificed for so that we could be in the blessing that we live today. What are we starting to sow for the generations ahead of us? What are we starting to prepare for as God uses us? I love in Luke 10 verse 2, it says this, Jesus speaking. It says, he told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into the harvest field. 
We're believing for more and more leaders to be released. There is a harvest of souls. There is a harvest of lives changed and impact made. If we make the decision to be released as leaders and understand God has anointed us. He has anointed us for assignment. God has equipped us. He's given us all that we need. God has put his favor on your life so that he could use you to impact other people. Are you prepared? Are you ready to be released this year in 2020? To see more leaders raised up and be used for the kingdom of God. And so this year, I want to talk about in 2020 what I'm believing for that you'll be aware of when it comes to your salvation. The first one's this. Number one, salvation is a seed. I've got some gardening products here today, and that is dangerous because I'm not a gardener at all. I kill plants. But uh, I'm here today to talk a little bit about gardening because we're talking about sowing our lives. And when we talk about the idea that salvation is seed. See, seeds ultimately produce seeds. Over time, as a seed is planted, as it develops and grows, then more seeds drop off that and it has an influencing effect. It starts to make an impact where it creates more and more plants. In my hand this morning, I have a giant Russian sunflower packet of seeds. Giant Russian. And so in this packet is the potential for incredible impact. In this packet is a potential for harvest. There is so much potential in these seeds. It may seem small. It may seem like it's insignificant. But in this packet, we would see something that is beautiful. It's so small, it's so insignificant. When I hold it up, perhaps you can't even see it. But yet in this seed, something beautiful can be formed. It's the same when it comes to our lives. Every one of us, when we receive salvation, it's like a seed. Yes, it's complete. It's finished. It's finalized. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. He's put his mark on your life. You are saved, set free. You have a future in heaven to look forward to. It's an impact and a change in your life that has set you apart. You are saved. The work is done. It's not you that earns salvation. You freely receive it through faith. But... Then you have the opportunity to be able to flourish as you sow your seed. As you understand that your salvation is an opportunity to bring about more seeds and to impact other people's lives. You start to have a flow-on effect. This seed has the opportunity to produce harvest. And it's the same in your life. Your salvation.